Welcome to Liquor and Liqueur Connoisseur, where I drink, discuss, and discover the world of distilled spirits. I'm your host, Matt Burchard. This is episode 88, and I'm drinking Mad March Hare Irish Pachin. With each episode of Liquor and Liqueur Connoisseur, you should expect that I'll be well-researched and educational, also entertaining and consistent in my reviews. So, I chose to feature Mad March Hare for this episode because it's a rather rare spirit and a rare category of spirit as well. As I'm endeavoring to drink, discuss, and discover the world of distilled spirits, Putchin seemed the perfect tipple to try. I was also fortunate again to speak with John Ralph, founder and CEO of Intrepid Spirits, who makes this spirit, and I thank him for his time yet again to talk with me. I first spoke with John about Cocolero for episode 60, and if you've not heard that episode yet, be sure to give it a listen and track down a bottle as well. I've actually had this bottle of Mad March Hare since I featured Cocolero, but I haven't opened it until I spoke to John just a few weeks ago. The bottle I have for the tasting is Mad March Hare Irish Pachin. It is 700 milliliters. 40% alcohol by volume, making it 80 proof, and it retails for $30 US. The bottle itself is clear glass and rather simple, which is fitting for the brand. The spirit is clear as well. The front label is mostly black with white text and copper accents. Front and center on the label are a pair of hairs up on their hind legs boxing. You may think they are dancing perhaps, but a battle is a more apt description. The brand name of Mad March Hare arcs across the top of the label, and below the hairs is the text Irish Putchin. Then a small section that is designed to look like another label, yet part of the main front label, contains product information and proof, but the text, quietly distilled in copper pot stills. Back label is smaller than the front label, but similar in design. Below the brand name, but above the barcode and government warnings, it states... This is Irish Pachin as it should be. Malted barley triple distilled in copper pot stills and cut with Irish spring water. An unashamedly unaged spirit that's unexpectedly smooth. Let's jump straight to the tasting. I did open the bottle already for my interview with John Ralph, so I've had some, but it's always a good time to drink more. Okay, let's open it up. A nice little pop on the resealed bottle there. As with all spirits, I'm using a clean Glencairn glass for the tasting. Glencairn is a whiskey nosing glass, ideal for tasting spirits. It's kind of tulip-shaped, allows you to see the spirit, nose the spirit, and importantly, taste the spirit. So let's go for a pour. In the glass, the spirit is completely clear. And on the nose... It's got a malty sweetness to it. It's creamy almost on the nose. It has hints of new make spirit. That's quite nice. And I will say this was entirely unexpected for me when I first tried the spirit. I didn't know what to expect, to be honest. I figured maybe it'd be kind of harsh, but on the nose, it just has this nice malty sweetness. So now on the palate... Again, unexpected on the palate. I expect it to be rough and and sharp. 
but it's not. It's sweet and round, not rough at all. I will say there's a, a rawness or a wildness to it, not in a harsh way. Again, there's no sharpness to the spirit. I'm going to have another taste. I pick up some creaminess, and there's a hint of like super dry pear flavor, like orchard fruit. No sugar at all. Just this lingering little bit of, is that pear I taste in the background? In general, it's quite unexpected and and very pleasant. The finish does give you a slight burn from the alcohol. It is 40% ABV after all, drinking it neat, but it does have a nice malty flavor on the finish. Now on to history. A note on name and pronunciation. While spelled P-O-I-T-I-N with an accent on the second I, according to John Ralph, who is Irish as well as creator of Mad March Hare, it's pronounced Pachin. Not to be confused with poutine, the Canadian French fries with gravy and cheese curds, though lovely, this is Pachin. And to think about what Pachin is, Pachin is to Irish whiskey as mezcal is to tequila. It could also be described as a brown spirit in a white jacket. Pachin takes its name from a small pot in which it was originally distilled. And it was what one may describe as a farm spirit, a way for a farmer to transform and preserve part of their crop, a practice mirrored throughout the world. Mad March Hare as a brand only launched in 2016, but Pachin as a category is claimed by some to be the oldest distilled spirit in the world with origins in the 6th century. That's debatable, with evidence being thin, and many could argue that Chinese or Arabs were first and not the Irish. But regardless, Pachin is definitely very old and it predates whiskey. 6th century Christian monks were said to have brought the art of distillation from the Middle East to create Pachin. This bit of lore alone would seem to lend credence to the idea that the Arab cultures were first in creating distilled spirits. While they often are credited with the invention of distillation, historical accounts point to their use of distillation not for consumption of spirits, but for perfume making. In short, if the Arab cultures were distilling alcohol, it was left up to the Europeans to first drink it. Alcohol was viewed a millennia ago as decidedly healthy, and Pachin would have fallen into this category, though early versions would have been rough spirits, for sure. A lot of legend and lore surrounds the early days of Pachin, and it's woven into Irish culture. Often described as Irish moonshine, or Mountain Dew, Pachin is a traditional spirit native to Ireland. In 1556, it became necessary to get a license to distill the spirit, but enforcement was predictably sparse. A tax was later imposed, but collection was difficult, with distillers simply hiding their bottles from tax collectors. Then, in 1661, Pachin was outlawed by King Charles II, in part to do away with the tax collection, but also as part of a larger effort to repress Irish citizens to English rule. Pachin then became an illicit spirit, an outlaw still made, and most everyone seemed to know a guy that knew a guy that could get you Pachin. The Irish embraced Pachin, and it became a symbol of Irish irreverence towards the English. But, given it was illegal, 
Illicit distillers put some effort into hiding their activities. Oftentimes, their stills would be placed on a property line, so if they were discovered, ownership could be plausibly denied. There's also a tale of these outlaw distillers that lends part of the origin for Mad March Hare putching. Because distilling was an illegal activity, and operating a still would put off fumes and smoke, distillers would often wait until it was stormy and dark out with the wind howling or it raining, with the foul weather providing cover for their activities. The distillers were said to be happy with this rough weather and would jaunt home to get to work. Other townspeople would view this man as a bit crazy for being happy at the weather, and they would often say that he was mad as a March Hare. And this is the theme that Mad March Hare uses for their branding. Though entirely legal today, the front label of the bottle I'm drinking from does state, quietly distilled in copper pot stills. The quietly part pays homage to the former illicit nature of the spirit. Pachin was illegal for over 300 years. In 1987, regulations were loosened to allow Pachin production for export only from Ireland. But it was a full decade later, in 1997, when the ban was finally lifted and it only happened due to lobbying in order to revive the spirit and bring it out of the shadows. In 2008, Putchin received geographical indication status by the European Union, which requires that the spirit be produced in Ireland. Later, in 2015, the Irish government defined production methods and created enhanced regulations to weed out inauthentic bottlings. Mad March Hare had a seat at the table in the development of these regulations. Mad March Hare came to be as a result of John Ralph always having an interest in Putchin. Growing up in Ireland, he knew of the spirit, then still something kept in a back cupboard or under a counter, a drink that carried a negative connotation to its consumption. But it was intertwined with the culture. So, in 2014, when John had the opportunity to work with the largest potato farmers in Ireland on a new Putchin brand, he went for it. There were plans to build a distillery and make putching together. At a meeting in the conference room for the potato farmer's office, overlooking a field in March, John saw a pair of hares boxing it out. And boxing is what the fighting is referred to. This animal behavior is all part of the mating season when a male is being a bit too persistent in pursuit of a female, they box. So, Mad March Hare came to be in name during that first meeting with the potato farmers. As it would happen, however, the partnership wouldn't work out, but John did find another production partner, and by 2016, the first bottlings of Mad March Hare were finished. Putchin as a category of legal spirit is still new. Mad March Hare is a pioneering brand, one of the leaders of a small yet growing list of Putchin brands. A working group of Putchin brand owners came together, and education is a key to getting adoption. John tells me that their biggest challenge actually has been adoption in the Irish market. To this end, John and a partner teamed up to open a putching-focused bar in Dublin named Bar 1661. The name is a reference to the year putching was made illegal. They're working to make Bar 1661 the home of putching, featuring in cocktails with tasting flights and more. They're even hosting bartender exchanges to help spread the word and expand the category. A variety of brands of putching is beneficial to Mad March Hare as options lend relevance to the category. 
Growth had been steady, but then the COVID-19 pandemic hit and that turned off the on-premise consumption. A breakthrough moment in the brand's short history was pivoting to e-commerce and leaning into direct-to-consumer sales, reaching out to millions of people in the U.S. and elsewhere of Irish descent who may be familiar with Pachin. Social media and online advertising efforts have paid off, and the brand seems to be tapping into latent demand in the U.S. Mad March Hare is probably the biggest Pachin brand by volume worldwide, but it's a very tiny slice of the spirits industry as a whole. About half of their sales come from the U.S., but they're a little restrained with distribution to be sure the product will move off of store shelves if distribution puts it there. Education has to come first. And sales will grow with further distribution in the works and a 10-year plan to build the category and capitalize on the early leadership position Mad March Hare is in. Mad March Hare is award-winning. Perhaps the most prestigious award they've earned is a double gold at the 2016 San Francisco World Spirits Competition. But they continue to win awards in other competitions they enter, so you can trust the judges, this is good stuff. So now let's talk about how it's made. Pachin is pretty simple to make, but the secret to it being Pachin is the resting. The spirit is triple pot distilled from 100% malted barley, After distillation, it's simply rested for a while in stainless steel, a week or two at most. This resting allows the spirit to settle. The distiller tastes it, and when deemed ready, it's cut down to 40% ABV and bottled. This is what separates Pachin from whiskey, it doesn't touch wood, and it's bottled shortly after distillation. There's a lot of craft and skill that has to go into creating what is essentially a new make spirit. The brand says they took a bit of a risk cutting it down to 40%, whereas most other brands are sold at 50% ABV. So now on to cocktails and consumption. I'll say it's very good neat. It also goes well with ice, but mixes well as well. One of the favorite serves is with a quality ginger beer. Grab yourself a can of Bundaberg if you can, and mix yourself up a Mad March Hare version of a Moscow Mule. I'll post the recipe in show notes. They also highlight a version of Irish coffee they've named the Belfast Coffee, made of course with Mad March Hare. It's a versatile spirit that mixes well. Try it in a whiskey sour, just swapping out Mad March Hare for the whiskey. So in summary, what do I think of Mad March Hare? I'll be honest, it was entirely unexpected for me. I was afraid it was going to be, you know, moonshine, a rough spirit, but that is not the case at all. It can be rather hard to find, but it is available for online ordering in the U.S., and they'll ship for free if you buy three or more bottles. If you like whiskey, give Pachin a try. Rarely do I have the opportunity to try something in a brand new category of spirit. There's not a lot of categories left that I haven't tried. Pachin is one, and this is the story of bringing the original Irish spirit back to life, and you can experience it with an honest form today in Mad March Hare. So that's going to do it for this episode of Liquor in the Core Connoisseur. I'm your host, Matt Burchard. Again, my thanks go out to John Ralph, founder and CEO of Intrepid Spirits, for speaking to me and providing me with this bottle of Mad March Hare for the tasting. Please do subscribe and share. Show notes are on liquorinthecoreconnoisseur.com. You can find the show on your favorite podcast platform, The show is also on social media. Instagram is where I'm most active. 
I love hearing from my listeners, so if you have a spirit you'd like me to feature in an upcoming episode, please do reach out. And as always, thank you for listening.